Esther. You know what to do, just listen to Esther. Say positive and fun, it's Esther Club. Well, hello, and welcome to Esther Club. On the road edition. I mean, not on the road, like how comedians say, but on the road for Esther Club. I'm not on the famous taupe couch that I miss so dearly. Um, actually, do I miss it? I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm so happy to be out, um, but it hasn't been like that the whole time. So I'm going to bring you guys up to speed today. Um, I'm going to talk about my two weeks in isolation in Canada, why I'm here in Canada. I'm going to talk about getting out of isolation and what I learned from being in isolation. I'm in Montreal right now. But as you may guess, may have guessed, first there will be some brief yet ultra important life affirming announcements. So let us get started. First things first, you can text me 847-648-9098. You can text me things that you want me to do in Canada while I'm here. You can text me... Um, you know, craft ideas. You can text me questions and concerns for this podcast. I've got a lot today and I'm excited about that. Next announcement, Prima Skincare is my jam. Prima Skincare um, is a skincare brand. I don't fucking know. They're awesome. I use their R&R cream to help my body with aches and pains, especially my headaches, which I have an update on those. Um, and I use Prima Skincare's night oil and I use their face serum and their face lotion. Um, full disclosure, I really want to try their body butter. I have not tried it yet and I've ordered it, but I'm in Canada, so I cannot review that for you yet, but I'm eager to. I'm very, very eager to. Um, to learn more about Prima Skincare, go to Prima.co and use our promo code SLEEPOVER for 20% off. Now, just real quick, I want to let you know that this is an actual luxe, awesome skincare brand. It's not like some janky Instagram skincare brand. Like, it's actually really nice and cool, and you're actually getting a real discount, not the 10%, which is okay, liquid death. It's okay. But um, you're getting 20%, which is real money off. So, Prima.co, code sleepover at checkout. You know what to do. R&R cream and others so liquid death is also a friend of the show use promo code sleepover for 10% off you know I love their sparkling water I love drinking their flat water out of a can I'm in Canada I don't have it right now I've been drinking various different options um, and I miss my liquid death I can't wait to get back home to it I have it stocked in my new beverage fridge that's right bitch I got a fucking beverage fridge life upgrade alert to the max i did some research it only was like 35 dollars a year in extra energy for your energy bill so i was like all right i'm doing it so anyways i'll keep you posted if that changes my life or not um that's all for announcements let's get to the freaking show okay so first by the way today's also i'm going to be answering a lot of your questions um Oh, wait, do we do segments first or we do the... Let's do our segments. Sorry. So the first segment is the full body scan. So you should, along with me, I'm going to go through my from head to toe and just check in with my body. What am I feeling? Um, my head feels 
honestly fine. There might be like a light pressure. It's a pressure is like not as much as an awareness, but it's just like there's a pressure in my forehead. It's really non, non, not an issue. Going down, shoulders feel good. Stomach feels really like full. Um, hips feel fine. My hips have obviously still been really tight, but I did just do two hours of walking. Um, I just mostly feel, I, I just took a hot shower, so I'm feeling like, just like warm and fuzzy. I don't fucking know. So, and then my toe, my broken toe is definitely alive, if you know what I mean. Like, when I do long walks now, even though it's been almost two years since I broke my toe and it's totally better, I can feel it on a long walk. It's just kind of like, it's just, it's there. It's aware. It's here. Okay. Um, Anti-sadness is a segment we like to do every week or mostly every week where we talk about what's something you're going to do this week that's going to make you not feel sad. Um, Trying to be happy is just a joke. So we just try to prevent sadness here on Esther Club. So today's anti-sadness is two things. Long walks, less phone. These are both very inspired by my time here in Canada, obviously. Um, But the long walks to destinations like coffee shops or stores have been really awesome for me. They really invigorate me in a way that you just kind of don't get. Um, Particularly, like, I just haven't been that invigorated from my long walks in LA. Although, I guess when I was doing my long walks with my friends, I don't know. I just, we're talking though, like, two hours, okay? But it feels like not that much when you have destinations. So, you know, I've been doing these two-hour walks these past few days and they've just made me feel so good. They tire my legs out so much. And I really just like the, um, I like a tired leg. That's me, you know. I like to, by 3 p.m., I want to know that my legs are tired. I really can relax into the evening if I know that my legs are done for the day. Um, The other part of my anti-sadness this week is less phone time. So, but that's very specific. That's not like, oh, you're addicted to your phone, like put it away at dinner. No, it's not like that. It's more like you, it's okay when I use it at home, that I don't mind. But, and this is more so kind of the like entree of the episode today, talking about what I've learned in um after isolating and one of the big things was so the first thing that I did after I got free for my two weeks was I had to go in for a hair and makeup test for the movie that I'm working on and I normally in the hair and makeup chair I will look at my phone not all the time but some to most times maybe And I was like so invigorated by just being out in the world. I was like, I don't need to be on my phone. I'm just going to sit here and kind of be calm and look around and just take in this experience. And it was really, it was, it was beneficial. And I know that, um, yeah. So the anti-sadness is maybe you don't need to always be on your phone every second. Like if you're feeling a little uncomfortable out in the world, you don't need to reach for your phone. Just look around you. I know that sounds so stupid. I understand, but stick with me. Okay. Um, the taste of the week 
is vegan cheese. I have started to cook these last few days and I bought some vegan cheeses. I bought Follow Your Heart brand cheddar slices and Daya smoked Gouda. It's good. Honestly, people want to hate on vegan cheese. I get it. I, I get it. Of course, regular cheese is what we have grown to know and love and be addicted to. Of course, you're gonna love that and want that. But you guys, vegan cheese is actually really good. You throw it in a salad, you throw it in a pasta dish, it, it's, it's good, okay? It's not bad, it's good. Okay, let's keep it moving. So I am right now in Montreal, Quebec. Is Quebec the, that's what I don't get, it's the province? I, I don't know. So is that like a state? Like is Montreal, Chicago, and then Quebec is like Illinois, and then Canada is like United States? I don't know. So I, in March of this year, I was supposed to fly here to be, to play a really small role in the remake of the Home Alone movie. Now, I don't know if I'm like allowed to say that. I don't know how this shit works, but I'm in the remake of Home Alone. Originally, I was supposed to come here in March, but as some of you have heard me talk about on my Patreon, patreon.com slash estermonster for lots of live streams and more of this nonsense. Um, as many of you have heard me talk about there, there was a morning in March, I believe it was like the 8th, the 9th or the 10th, something like that. My bags were packed, my driver was outside, I was ready to fly to Montreal, Canada, and I was... Like, I can't go. It's like, I, I can't. There's, this is a pandemic. Like, that was back in the day when I was, like, studying fucking the Wuhan news. Um, Italy was just starting to be a thing. And I was like, I, I, I can't go. And I texted my agent. I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not going to go. And I know he thought I was crazy. And you know, it was a terrible feeling. It was like, wow, my anxiety won. It, it was a really dark moment for me, but I, at the same time, was like, something is up. I don't, I don't, I can't go. And, you know, I ended up, that, as I've said before, like, that was the day that the NBA was canceled. Tom Hanks had COVID. It was kind of the day that got real for everyone. And just, you know, thankfully, I was just, I was just a couple hours ahead of it. And so by the end of the day, I didn't seem as crazy as I did in the morning. Um, and the next day, I think they had shut down production of the movie and actually um, they were in the process of recasting me, but because they were like, she's not coming with recaster. Um, but it just so happened that they didn't end up following through with that. And they reached out to me a couple months ago or a month ago, whatever. And we're like, we'd love to have you come do it if you're interested. And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, sure. I'll, yeah. You know, it was really, I was so grateful that the role had come back around to me because I, it was so hard for me to turn it down. And especially in that kind of like anxious last minute manner. But I just, I, I just felt like the world was about to change. And I'm just, I'm glad it worked out because I'm so glad I'm here. And I got to meet everybody this week and they were like, we can't believe you're finally here. You were the first domino in like COVID for this production. The first domino to fall. They're like, we all remember like Esther's not flying. What do you mean Esther's not flying? And I was like, oh my God, like, I'm just so glad that you guys don't, don't all hate me. 
um, which is what I would have expected. So I'm really, you know, whatever. So anyways, I'm here for Home Alone. Super small role, but super awesome group of people involved. Amazing cast. Um, really awesome director. It's just a really good group of people that this was an opportunity I just couldn't turn down. And I've been here... So the first two weeks I was here, I had to isolate. As you, some of you know, in Canada, you have to fucking isolate for two weeks. It's government mandated. And if you get caught breaking it, you get fined $750,000. So obviously I did not fuck around because I think I would rather go to jail for five years than be fined $750,000. Actually, I'd rather go to jail for 15 years than be fined that much money. So... I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not messing around with this. So, so that said, I am here. I did my, let's talk about the two weeks in quarantine. Okay. Honestly, you guys, it, looking back on it, it sucked. It was very challenging. It was really hard. I don't recommend it, but I have tips if, and I have life lessons from it. The first thing that I loved about, here's like the benefits that came from it, is I was so cooped up that I finally, for the first time, caved into my laziness and did like at-home workouts. So I also did a push-up challenge, which someone here texted me to do. So every day I would do push-ups to see how many I could do. And I started at three and I'm all the way up to 12. I've still been doing it since I've been out of isolation. I highly recommend doing the Esther Club push-up challenge. And I also did YouTube video workouts, but I could do very little. As you guys know, I'm weak as fuck, okay? I'm just weak as shit and I can hurt myself so easily. So I did some YouTube workouts and then I would FaceTime with my trainer. I ordered takeout every single day. It was always mediocre. It was pretty disappointing, but I really needed that like dopamine hit of something new coming to your door. So it did really help me to like, have the fun of ordering the food and having it come like that was just such a, a high for me. Um, and I obviously could, I had someone who could bring me groceries, but I couldn't go get them myself. And I just, I'm weirdly very controlling when it comes to groceries. So I just, I felt like I didn't want to even try to cook if I could like go hand pick out my groceries. So since I've been out of quarantine, I have been going to the grocery store and I've been cooking and it, it's been so much more satisfying. I did kind of fuck that up by doing only takeout. That was really stupid. Um, so I've been cooking since, I've been out for like five days now. Ugh, I'm so happy to be, that. that's the biggest takeaway is I am high off of the smallest interactions possible because it's like you're reborn. It's like you have a reset button. You're just so happy to be outside, breathing in fresh air, on a walk, stepping into a store. Now, granted, it's still a pandemic, so it's not like, you know, you get out and it's like party time. There's really nothing to fucking do once you're out. But but that just goes to show how satisfying the simple fact of going to the grocery store really can be. And I'm sure a lot of people are isolating and avoiding that just for COVID and not even like government mandated. And um, just, I just have never seen the benefits of going outside this much in my life. I've never, not even 
for the six months I isolated at home because you guys, when I isolated at home, I could still walk. I could still go to my backyard. I, uh, I had my tie dye, which, you know, I didn't have that here because I didn't have outside. However, I did end up caving three days ago and Amazoning some tie dye stuff. So I'll keep you posted, but okay. The other thing, which the director of this movie actually had, he had put me on to this was paint by numbers. So I just started doing that a couple days ago and that has been a game changing life hobby. I swear to you guys, I really think I will do paint by numbers consistently for a really long time. It's really relaxing. It's, it's just, it's like when you're looking for something to do with your hands, it's the perfect thing. It's such a good thing to combine with watching a show or listening to a podcast. Paint by numbers is the shit. That's like my Saturday night with a paint by numbers. That's I'm having so much fun. I'm high. I'm high. I'm happy. I'm drinking sparkling water. I've got my paint by numbers. Maybe I just made popcorn. Like I got a podcast on a YouTube video. I'm good. I'm it doesn't get better course tie-dye is still in the mix of that but paint by numbers is a little easier more accessible because you can do it inside um it's not as sloppy at all I suck at it just to be clear I've, I've been very bad at it but I fucking like doing it I love to just do things bad so much fun so much fun okay so the other thing that I've gotten really into in the pandemic in general is clothing as you guys know, I'm starting my clothing line, Sleepover by Esther. It's going very slow, but I'm hoping by November to be further along. I don't know, guys. It's it's going slow, but it's going good. It's going well. Great. Fun. I I know now what all those like annoying influencers mean when they're like, I was it's a secret and I'm it's so hard to keep the secret. I'm always like, shut up. But now I get it. Because it's like, I had this thing that I'm so creatively energized by and I'm so proud of. Um, I just, I've, so far I've gotten to see pictures of some of my dye tests from afar while I'm, I've been here. And the way the dye tests are turning out, I'm like, am I a fashion designer? Why is my, sh my shower just started making noise? Am I a? literal like am i rachel so am i what are other fashion nicole richie she's the fashion designer i don't fucking know i'm good just kidding but not kidding anyway really can't wait to be a sweatpant entrepreneur it's coming soon it's taking a while that's how real businesses are they fucking are slow so um oh but i this weekend walked to the mall here in Montreal. I walked to H&M. I walked to this store called Garage, which I had never been to before, but it's like trashy teenage girl mall clothes. Fucking love it. Um, got some really good, got a new pair of jeans finally, because as, as some of you guys know, I've gained weight in the 2020 situation. So I finally got some jeans that fit my new body type and I'm really glad and I'm really I'm really comfortable with the fact that I've gone up a size in jeans. I am so at peace with it. Like I have no, 
I don't feel bad at all. I don't feel fat. I don't feel like I'm uglier. Like I just, I'm like, oh, I need, it's simply just, okay, I need to like spend 40 bucks at H&M and buy new jeans. Like, great. They'll fit. I'm so excited. I don't have any sort of shame about it. Um, Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I had so many good jeans last year and they don't fit me anymore, but I'm sure they'll fit again at some point. And even if they don't, I don't care. I'll give them away. Um, I'm just, I'm, yeah, it's, that's, by the way, can I just say as someone who struggled with weight fluctuations, eating issues, weight obsession, like grew up on fucking Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie's skinny Us Weekly stuff, Lindsay Lohan and all that. Like it's so freeing to be like, oh, you went up a size and have no negative emotions about it whatsoever. To in fact be excited to spend $40 on new jeans, like whatever it is going to cost. I think I bought a couple other pairs. I ordered some from Gap this weekend actually. So I'll see how those are. Okay. Um, but, oh, the thing is, is that I've gotten really into clothes this year because I've learned that when you don't have so much going on in your life and you're isolating or, you know, you're just doing less social distancing, clothes really do bring my life value. They really make me feel expressive. They make me feel, I don't know, there's just, I used to wear the same shirt and pants every day for like eight days in a row. And I I'm not saying I won't return to that, but I am seeing now that putting on a new outfit each day can just give you like a fresh feeling and I'm I I'm here I'm here for it. Okay. Let's get to questions. So you guys texted me questions 8476489098. I'm going to keep doing questions because you guys send in so many great ones and I know you'll send in more great ones so I'll be doing this every time I do a solo. This is a segment so you know that. Okay, Susie D texted me, what hairstyle cut color do you want, but do you want to try but haven't? My what I have a dream hair look that I fantasize about. I'll probably never do it. It's very simple. I love the look of super dark hair that is pretty much black. Oh God, I see dandruff. And my one gray hair that I've had since I was like 16. People are, guys will be like, you have gray hair, you're old. And I'm like, bitch, my gray hair makes me feel young because I've had it since I was fucking young. <laughs> Truly since I was 16. Okay, but the dandruff, I will say, does not make me feel young. It makes me feel crusty. Okay, sorry. So the, the hairstyle that I've, I color or whatever, I love a dark hair. I know I have super dark brown hair, but I really love a dark, um, like, almost black if not black but not like the bluish tinted black like just pure black hair I just think that black hair is so beautiful I love it I want it but I it's a little it can be dicey because if I did that I don't know exactly how that would look with my skin because sometimes it can wash you out or you know make you look really pale or really red you just don't know I I tend to think that I'm a big believer in whatever your natural hair color is is probably what you look best in because it's just like the way your dna made you so i try not to mess with that kind of stuff but i do have that fantasy okay what has been the most effective anti-sadness practice the most effective anti-sadness practice is truly simply just the practice of 
being aware that you need to be anti-sad. So there's no one specific thing. There's It's not walking over friends, over drinking water, over workouts. Like It truly is just the fact that you're able to say, what am I going to do to be not sad? And being aware that you have to fight the sadness is the best practice of it. It's just the practice of it. Um, Ashley Miller, what's your go-to tried and true, never sick of it, vegan dinner recipe? This is a boring answer, but I never get sick of it. I make this tried and true pasta with marinara sauce. I know everyone makes it. It's like, all you do is boil the water, but guys, it's pasta and red sauce. It's easy. It's delicious. I like to buy Rao's. Some people say Rao's, R-A-O-S, the pasta sauce. Um, that's the best one, but any tomato sauce will do because that one can be kind of expensive. Um, I definitely remember like not buying it because it was so fucking expensive. But um, but yeah, pasta. Oh, also, I'm starting to get back into what I call like the pretty actress girl pastas, which are like the chickpea lentil flour pastas this whole this whole year I was going full-blown regular girl pasta but I am warming up to the concept of the healthy girl pasta everything is feminine sorry I don't mean to to do that but I will work on that (sighs) Lauren Prince Hi, Esther. Your podcast is my favorite. Thank you. Can't wait for another all questions one. Sorry, this isn't all questions, but it kind of is. It's not, but I'll do more. What are your favorite nail colors for fall matte or gloss? Okay. So, matte. I have two favorite nail things. One is any matte nail color. I love you. Nude matte is the dream. It makes you look like a zombie. I love it. A zombie or a robot. The other new make new nail trend that I am addicted to that I can't wait to try. I have fake ones coming in the mail from Etsy. Is jelly nails, which is just like a colored nail that is clear. So cool, so fucking cool. Jelly nails, and then also, I just discovered something called sea glass nails, which is a frosted jelly nail which I also ordered which is gonna be so bomb when I post that on Instagram it's gonna be so so cute oh you Lauren also said she ordered the Prima products because she has migraines too that girl I feel you my niece my niece is 12 years old and she gets migraines I'm like I didn't know migraines were so real nothing is real until you experience it yourself Priscilla Gonzalez, how often do you shower or wash your hair? As The easiest way to answer that is as little as I possibly have to. I will wash my hair if I'm taping something or have some like work thing or important thing. I'll wash it the night before. But otherwise, I will try to go as long as I can without showering or washing my hair. I, I, you, we're all showering too much. You don't need to shower every day. That's your, I get it. Some people are addicted to that lifestyle. They need it. It's like some Catholic guilt thing. Like they need to shower all those sins away. I get it. No judgments. But 
it, I, you don't we don't need that physically like the ancient times they bathed like once a month so as little as i possibly have to is what i do that's my philosophy sarah waxman when will there be a restock of sleepover by esther sarah as soon as i can i'm getting back to la in november and at that point i'm going to take the temperature of the timeline for the factory version and if it's going to be another month or so i will do another hand made round um so we'll see but definitely in november at some point there will be a restock of a sort of way of way okay that's it for questions um is it Oh, Valdemar Barrera. Will we ever be able to order your ice hot for my name in Texas? Dying to try it will pay money. So I am working on the ice hot for my name in a like bigger way. And I can't say too much about it, but it's definitely the wheels are in motion. And I really want to, fingers crossed, dreams, stars in my eyes, clouds and beautiful sunshines. I would love in that world to, or to quote Clay, who's recently on this podcast, like in my theme park fantasy world, I would really exist in the coffee world. And I think that I've kind of proved that, you know, after how popular the hot for my name drink had become at Dayglow Coffee Shop to where they had to place it on the permanent menu and it sells out all the time. And it's very, very popular. It's the most popular drink at their Chicago store. I think I know a thing or two about coffee. You know? Why? Why am I? How am I? It's I get obsessed with shit. And I think about nothing else. And look, make fun of me all you fucking want to. All that is to say is that it's I have not forgotten about it. I am working on it. This shit takes forever. But I have coffee thoughts for the future. And I will keep you posted and the best way to keep knowing about them is obviously listening to this podcast but also subscribing to the text alerts um specifically if you text the word coffee to the text alerts you'll automatically be but i'll when there's coffee news i'll send it to everyone but text 847-648-9098 okay if you're interested in that and if you're not interested don't do it i don't care i mean i want you to because <laughs> I'm so high today off of H&M. Okay, last question. Kirsten Hardy asks, what is a song that encapsulates your fall this thus far? I don't have a song yet. This is a question and I want to do this now all the time because I think this is a genius question. I have a song that encapsulates my spring. And it is Anyone by Demi Lovato. She sang it at the Grammys. It's awesome. It's emotional. And I just want to shout out Demi Lovato almost as the crush of the week this week. Because this year, she fucking really secured her place in my book as a pop icon. Her songs are so emotional. They're so well written. And she, she recently released a song called Commander in Chief. And it's obviously very political. But it it's it's amazing. I'm like, this is what artists who are tweeting vote, vote, vote. This is how they honestly, what I respond to the most is when they make their art about politics. I actually prefer that to just like, you know, being screamed at to vote. Like I don't respond to that. And I know that I have 
someone who is considered to have a platform, but I'm telling you guys, I don't identify as that. I will use it for good, but I identify as someone who's absorbing other people's platforms. And I, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like celebrities are yelling at me. But then you see fucking Lady Gaga and Demi Lovato making music about this time that we're in. And it just really motivates me. I really, it speaks to me. The song Commander-in-Chief is so beautiful and it's so relevant and it just, I highly recommend you listen to it. I think it will really just like take you to the place you want to go emotionally and mentally, especially in preparation for the election. Um, I think that this episode will come out in a few days from when I'm recording this. So we'll be just a few weeks away from the election and look, Here's how I feel. I was thinking about this this morning. I wish I could just select the government officials who would represent me. That's I would love that because I I think about these hyper religious, these like hyper wealthy, shady people that are running this country and it makes me mad it drives me absolutely mad because that's not who I want to represent me I feel a lot of ownership over this country I know I'm gonna sound so lame right now I this is my fucking country I well I'm in Canada right now but America is my country and it's there's a good chance you're listening to this you're watching this it's yours too um it's yours. It's, it's mine. It's not the government's country. It's fucking mine. And as much as when I think of that, I wish I could just say that person, that person, like they represent me, you know, I, I can't. And that frustrates me as a person who feel, I feel somewhat entitled to that, you know, like I feel entitled to having a government that represents me. I don't have that. I can't just pick it out the only thing I can do is vote and that drives me crazy I hate that because voting is just like I just I'm like that's all I got but that's all I got that's all I have access to and so that's just the way I think about it and if you guys you know if you're young you're probably already so much more energized on voting than I am so good for you like save the turtles like thank you genuinely thank you young people I'm here for you like you tell me what to do I I would love a 13 year old to boss me around that's by the way so great how lucky is my generation the third people who are in their 30s late 20s whatever right now where the young people are so much better than us where we don't have to even complain about them we're like oh yeah they're great what what do they say we'll do that Anyways, again, all that to say, voting is all I got. Good chances all you got too, unless your uncle's like a senator or something. I don't know, maybe. Um, so that's my take on voting. It's all we have. It's the only control we have. So we may as well grab it and do it and vote. Um, and I know that there's a podcast called the LA Podcast and they have a voter's guide that I trust because I know the people who do the LA podcast. I know they're good people. Um, 
And so I really trust them. And so if you're looking for who to vote for, I recommend that. I wish I had more resources to pull for you, but I feel like that's pretty good. And I know Lady Gaga did a viral post about voting and there's more information on that. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. This is an election year. That's great. Like next year won't be an election year. We won't have this opportunity. So now is the time to participate in all the fun. (laughs) All the fun. And I hope everyone is safe and healthy fucking covid socially distance it's actually really not that hard um i i hope social distance works social distancing works because i've really been enjoying walking outside in canada wearing my mask going to stores wearing my mask um staying six feet apart from everyone if this works then i'm i'm good like i'm good to live my life this way so and then you know pod in la with my friends safely that's it This has been Esther Club. Text me. Vote for me. Don't vote for me. One day you will when I'm in the mayor election, but we're not there yet. Okay, you guys, that's it. This has been Esther Club. I appreciate you. Please like this video. Please comment. We're trying to keep the show alive. And you can keep it alive by sharing, liking, and subscribing and all the things that help the show. Thank you so much. I miss you. Goodbye.